0: This is a reading of the account of the martyrdoms of Carpus, Papillus, and Agathonice in the 2nd century AD. Before I start reading, I'm going to share a few points of historical information. To skip to the beginning of the reading, reference the timestamps in the podcast or YouTube description box. This recording is available as both a YouTube video and a podcast. The name of both the YouTube channel and the podcast is Revealed Name. Thank you for listening. The few points I want to share before I start my reading are these. This martyrdom is a short account of the deaths of three devout Christians in the 2nd century AD. Actually, there is some uncertainty around when this particular martyrdom took place. It was either in the 2nd or 3rd centuries. At this time in history, Christians were persecuted. They were accused of being atheists, incestuous, and cannibalistic. We have two manuscripts of the text, one in Latin and one in Greek. They tell the same story in a slightly different way. I'm going to read them both, and when the first one ends, I recommend staying to listen to the second one, especially if you like those epic speeches that the Christians make to their persecutors. Thank you for listening. I'll now start the reading. The Martyrdom of Saints Carpus, Papillus, and Agathonice Translated from the Greek. While the proconsul was in residence in Pergamum, there were brought before him the blessed Carpus and Papillus, witnesses of Christ. The proconsul took his seat and said, What is your name? The saint answered, My first and most distinctive name is that of Christian, but if you want my name in the world, it is Carpus. The proconsul said, You surely are aware of the Emperor's decrees regarding the obligation of venerating the gods who govern all things, and so I suggest that you come forward and offer sacrifice. I am a Christian, said Carpus, and I venerate Christ, the Son of God, who has come in these latter times for our redemption, and has delivered us from the deceits of the devil. I will not sacrifice to such idols as these. Do what you like. It is impossible for me to sacrifice to these demons with their deceptive appearances for those who sacrifice to them are like them. The true worshippers, according to the Lord's divine instruction, those who worship God in spirit and in truth, take on the image of God's glory and become immortal with him, sharing an eternal life through the word. So too, those who worship these gods take on the image of the demon's folly and perish along with them in Gehenna. And justly should they suffer with him who deceived mankind, God's most excellent creation, with the one who out of his native viciousness, I mean the devil, provoked man for this purpose. Wherefore, proconsul, know you that I shall not offer sacrifice to them. The proconsul became angry and said, Sacrifice to the gods and do not play the fool. Carpus, with a gentle smile, said, May the gods be destroyed who have not made heaven and earth. You must offer sacrifice, said the proconsul, these are the emperor's orders. Carpus said, The living do not offer sacrifice to the dead. The proconsul said, Do you think that the gods are dead? Carpus said, Would you learn the truth? Why, these gods never lived, born of men, so that they could die. Would you learn that this is true? Take away the honor that you pretend to offer them, and you will discover that they are nothing. Made of earth's substance, they are destroyed by time. Whereas our God, who has created the ages, is timeless, and he abides eternal and immortal, ever the same, he cannot suffer increment or diminution. But these gods are made by men, and as I said, are destroyed by time. Do not be in awe at their prophesying and their deception. For it was in the beginning that the devil fell from his rank of glory because of his own wickedness, and hence makes war upon God's love for mankind. Hard-pressed by the Christians, he struggles with them, and prepares his skirmishes beforehand, and then, anticipating, reports it to his own. Similarly, by his experience of the ordinary events of our lives, being older than time, he foretells the future evils that he himself intends to inflict. "'for by God's decree he possesses a knowledge of wickedness, "'and God permits him to tempt man "'and try to move him away from piety. "'And so, believe me, my good consul, "'you are subject to no small folly.' "'By allowing you to babble on so much,' said the proconsul, "'I have led you to blaspheme the gods and the august emperors. "'We must let this go no farther. "'Will you sacrifice, or what have you to say?' It is impossible for me to sacrifice, said Carpus. I have never sacrificed to idols before. Immediately, then, the proconsul ordered him to be hung up and scraped. And Carpus kept screaming, I'm a Christian! But after being scraped for a long time, he grew exhausted and was no longer able to speak. The proconsul then left Carpus and turned to Papalus and said to him, Are you a senator? "'I am a citizen,' he replied. "'Of what city?' asked the proconsul. Papalus said, "'Of Thyatira.' The proconsul said, "'Do you have any children?' Papalus said, "'Yes, many, by God's grace.' But one of the crowd shouted out, "'He means he has children in virtue of the faith which the Christians repose in him.' The proconsul said, "'Why do you lie, saying that you have children?' Papalus said, Would you like to understand that I do not lie, but that I am telling the truth? I have children in the Lord in every province and city. Will you sacrifice, said the proconsul, or what have you to say? Papalus said, I have served God from my youth, and I have never offered sacrifice to idols. I am a Christian, and you cannot hear any more from me than this, for there is nothing greater or nobler that I can say. He too was hung up and scraped and endured three pairs, but did not utter a sound. Like a noble athlete, he received the angry onslaught of his adversary. When the proconsul observed their extraordinary patience, he ordered them to be burnt alive, and going down, they both hastened to the amphitheater, that they might all the more quickly depart from the world. First of all, Papalus was nailed to a stake and lifted up. And after the fire was brought near, he prayed in peace and gave up his soul. After him, Carpus smiled as he was nailed down. And the bystanders were amazed and said to him, What are you laughing at? And the Blessed One said, I saw the glory of the Lord, and I was happy. Besides, I'm now rid of you and have no share in your sins. A soldier piled up wood and lit it, And the saintly Carpus said to him, as he was hanging, We too were born of the same mother, Eve, and we have the same flesh. Let us endure all things, looking forward to the judgment seat of truth. After he had said this, as the fire came close, he prayed aloud, saying, Blessed are you, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, because you thought me, a sinner, worthy of having this share in you. And with these words he gave up his spirit there was a woman named Agathonice standing there, who saw the glory of the Lord, as Carpus said he had seen it. Realizing that this was a call from heaven, she raised her voice at once, Here is a meal that has been prepared for me! I must partake and eat of this glorious repast! The mob shouted out, Have pity on your son! And the blessed Agathonice said, He has God who can take pity on him. "'for he has providence over all. "'Let me do what I have come for.' "'And taking off her cloak, "'she threw herself joyfully upon the stake. "'Those who witnessed this lamented it, "'saying, "'It is a terrible sentence. "'These are unjust decrees.' "'Then she was raised up, "'and as soon as she was touched by the fire, "'she shouted aloud three times, "'Lord, Lord, Lord, assist me, "'for you are my refuge.' and thus she gave up her spirit and died together with the saints. And the Christians secretly collected their remains and protected them for the glory of Christ and the praise of his martyrs. For to him belong glory and power, to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and forever and for all the ages to come. Amen. Now for the account of the martyrdom of Carpus, Papulus, and Agathonice, translated from the Latin. In the days of the emperor Decius, bishop Carpus of Gordos, the deacon Papulus of Thyatira, and the devout woman, Agathonice, were arrested and brought before the proconsul Optimus. The proconsul said to them, Offer sacrifice to the gods in accordance with the emperor's command. Carpus answered, Perish the gods who have not made heaven and earth. Sacrifice, said the proconsul. This is the emperor's order. Carpus said, The living do not sacrifice to the dead. The proconsul said, Do the gods seem dead to you? Carpus said, Yes, and learn why this is so. They look like men, but they are unfeeling. Deprive them of your veneration. And since they are unfeeling, they will be defiled by dogs and crows. The proconsul said, You must sacrifice. What you ask is impossible, replied Carpus. I have never before sacrificed to images that have no feeling or understanding. The proconsul said, Have pity on yourself. I do pity on myself, answered Carpus, choosing as I do the better part. After this exchange, the proconsul ordered him to be hung up. And when he was in torment, he said, I am a Christian, and because of my faith and the name of my Lord Jesus Christ, I cannot become one of you. The proconsul ordered him to be hung up and scraped with claws. And when he was being scraped beyond all measure, he was in agony and could not utter a sound. The proconsul ordered him to be taken away and had the deacon Papulus hung up. And he said to him, are you a magistrate? No, I am not, replied Papillus. What are you then? said the proconsul. Tell me. I am a citizen, replied Papillus. The proconsul asked, Are you wealthy? Papillus replied, Yes, very. Do you have children? asked the proconsul. Many, indeed, replied Papillus. But when he said this, someone in the crowd shouted out, he means he has children in virtue of the faith of the Christians. And indeed Papalus admitted that he had spiritual children in every province and every city. The proconsul said, Sacrifice to the gods, or what say you? Papalus replied, I have served God from my youth, and I have never offered sacrifice to empty idols. Rather, I immolate myself to the living and true God, who has power over all flesh. "'but you will hear nothing further from me.' "'When he had been hung up, "'the proconsul ordered that he be scraped with claws. "'And when three pairs of torturers had been employed "'and he uttered no cry of pain, "'but like a brave athlete he beheld the fury of the adversary "'in great silence, the proconsul said, "'What say you? Have regard for yourself. "'Even now I regret that you have been sorely tormented.' "'Papalus replied, "'These torments are nothing.' I feel no pain, because I have someone to comfort me. One whom you do not see suffers within me. But I told you a little while ago that I cannot offer sacrifice to demons. Now when the proconsul saw the perseverance and endurance of the two men, he sentenced them to be burned alive. And after they had been sentenced, Papalus coming down the steps and looking up to heaven said, I thank you, Lord Jesus, because... When I was a vessel for menial use, you formed me, according to your will, to become a vessel of beauty. And going down, they hastened to come to the amphitheater, that they might complete their conflict all the more quickly. Since rain was threatening, they arrived in great haste. Then, in the presence of the crowd, the devil's henchman first stripped Papalus and nailed him to a stake. But when he was lifted up, his countenance seemed happy, and he smiled. And those who stood by said to him, Why are you laughing? He replied, I saw the glory of my God, and I rejoiced that I was free of you. I shall no longer share in your sins. And so while the servants were lighting the fire under him, Papalus said to them, Men, we too are human beings born of women, and we have the same body and soul as you. But looking towards God's true judgment, We prefer to endure this, and to despise the commands of perishable judges, than to fall against that true and eternal judgment, where there will be no mercy. For here the fire burns but a short time, there it is eternal and cannot be quenched, and by it God is to judge the world. Nor is it ever lulled to sleep, but it will consume the sea, the mountains, and the woods. God will destroy everything with it, judging every soul. After he had said this, as the servants piled the fire high, he looked up to heaven and said, Lord Jesus Christ, receive my spirit. And with these words he gave up his soul. After this, they likewise hung Carpus on a stake. And when the fire was set beneath him, he cried out in a loud voice and said, Lord Jesus Christ, you know that we suffer this for your name's sake. And with these words, he gave up his spirit. Next, the proconsul ordered Agathonice to be brought before him, and he said to her, What say you? Offer sacrifice, or would you follow the decision of your teachers? But she replied, I am a Christian, and I have never sacrificed to demons but to God alone. If I am worthy... I shall eagerly desire to follow the footsteps of my teachers. While the crowd cried out to her, Have pity on yourself and on your children! The proconsul said, Look to yourself, have pity on yourself and on your children, as the crowd cries. Agathonice answered, My children have God, who watches over them, but I will not obey your commands, nor will I sacrifice to demons. The proconsul said, Sacrifice, lest I sentence you to a similar death, Agathonice replied. Do what you will, but this is what I have come for, and this is what I am prepared for, to die for Christ's name. The proconsul then delivered his sentence against her. I command that Agathonice undergo the same death as Carpus and papalus And when she was led to the spot, she removed her clothing and gave it to the servants but when the crowd saw how beautiful she was, they grieved in mourning for her. The servants then carried her and hung her upon a stake. And when the fire was lit beneath her, the servant of God cried out three times, Lord Jesus Christ, assist me, for I endure this for your sake. And when she had said this, she gave up her spirit. God's Witnesses, Bishop Carpus Papalus and Agathonice were martyred in the province of Asia on the 13th day of April under the Emperor Decius, in the jurisdiction of our proconsul Optimus, and under the reign of Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom is honor and glory forever. Amen.